Hey, homegirls and homeboys, and welcome back to Dear Homegirl. It's your girl, Tania, and I am back with another episode. Um, I know you guys are probably like, where have you been? And honestly, yes, I have been missing for a whole month and a half. I, the last time I... Uh, uh, I can't even talk. The last time I uploaded an episode was October 15th, I believe. It was somewhere around October because I know I didn't record in November and it's December currently. So, yeah, I've been missing for a minute. And it's been a good thing because um, I just need to take a step back from podcasting and putting out videos and putting out um, episodes and all of that because I just need to take a step and reevaluate myself and my mental health um, as a whole. Um, Right now, currently, I am at home. So if you hear any background noises, I apologize. Um, But yes, I am back at home. The semester is not over, but I'm not at school um, currently. And I don't think it's because of COVID. Our school just wanted us to finish online at home. And the semester, I think the semester ends next week, honestly. But yeah, I just... Throughout the semester, it was, was a lot of things going on back at home with my dad. Um, just a, my mom got into a car accident. Just stuff like that where I just needed to be at home. I needed to be around my people because it it was doing nothing but really stressing me out on top of school, on top of just a whole bunch of mess. Like My life really started to get messy and get chaotic around the end of October, beginning of beginning of November. And I probably fell into like a depress, depressing state twice this whole semester around that time. And um, I'm the type of person that try to make everything seem so, so, so perfect. And I don't really like voicing what's really wrong with me because I try to be like the good cookie in the friend group, the good cookie all around trying to help people and sometimes you can't help people to your own detriment and that's something that I really really have to learn and that's something that I really struggle with because um I just like to see people happy and sometimes I be trying to make people seem happy because I'm not happy I don't know why but that's just something um that I tend to do a lot and um with this semester I really found I've been trying to find myself as a person and with this with my one of my depressing little things I was scared like it was one time none of my roommates were in the room but I just started crying and I called my mom and I'm like I don't even know why I'm crying like butt booty uh alligator tears crying like ugly crying and I'm just crying to my mom I'm just like I don't even she asked me what's wrong I'm like I really don't know and it's okay not to know what's wrong with you, but I, after that, I really, like, started praying and trying to figure out what's wrong with me. I was just scared. Like, my life, I'm, I'm getting an apartment. I'm just doing all these adult things, and it was just growing pains that I was really going through, and I don't know. Like, it really scared me for a second because, yes, I'm in college. Yes, I'm not I'm not in college undecided, but I really don't know what I want to do 
in the field that I'm in currently. I'm currently a business administration major with a concentration in entrepreneurship, and my minor is public relations. And yes, I'm a dancer, so I want to open up my own dance studio, but that's not a lot of income that comes in that. So but with being an entrepreneur, I, I've been an entrepreneur before. I didn't make, I didn't have my own business um, before. So I know what comes with it. It's it's really hard. Um, and you, in order to be an entrepreneur, I have a lot of entrepreneurs in my family. My uncle owns a barbershop. With with that, you have to have other sources of income because it's days where you be, make, might be making this much money, but then the, the next week you, you pocket in $500 when last week you was pocketing 5000 It's just stuff like that. So I just don't know where, what direction I'm going. And that really scared me to the point where I was just depressed and not even realizing I was depressed. And it had to, it took somebody telling me like, I think you need to go see a counselor. I think you need to go talk to somebody. And if you go to Central State University, Miss Hunt is amazing. Like, I was sitting in Miss Hunt's office for probably like two hours just crying. And also, if you go to Central State, I have a lot of Central State listeners. Um, but Miss Jeter Davis, I love her. She was my USS teacher. And she, I really am, com- I don't really find a lot of comfort into talking to people. But those are two people that I really, adults that I could really connect to and really talk to. And they really made me feel better without, with this whole at-home situation, with the whole not knowing what I want to do situation. Like, I just really had to take a step, like a pause, like a life pause, because I was getting, I was stressing myself the fuck out, literally. Literally. And it wasn't doing anything but making me sick. Like, not sick. Not sick, sick, but not feeling like myself. I was, for a whole month, I wasn't feeling like myself. I didn't know what what it was. So this episode is very just like a reintroduction. And I know I talk about mental health on my podcast so, so much, but it's important. It's important to know who you are. It's important to know when you are depressed because a lot of people are depressed currently and don't even know and they're just stuck I didn't have plenty of friends tell me like I don't know what's wrong with me they're depressed you're stressed you're stressed out like with and especially during this pandemic a lot of people have been stressed I know for a fact I am currently a dance choreographer with um this group and the girls I teach probably like Currently, I teach like 12, 11 girls, and it's virtually. And sometimes we do meet. Since I've been home, we have been meeting in a dance studio. But virtually, I can see the stress on their faces. Not even just, you know, dancing-wise, but they, on top of school, like I see my brother. This this whole virtual learning stuff is not it. And I am not really liking it, but this is the world we live in right now with this whole pandemic. So I guess we got to get used to it. But we, <clears throat> with just sitting at home and being on a computer and doing homework, you have to really find ways to find meditation because it is going to stress you out. It is going to make it feel like the walls are caving in on you. And, I mean, it's not okay, but you have to find ways to make a good turn, a good thing, 
in this bad bad situation that we're in right now. So, with that being said, um, we can tap into what I want to talk about today. So, I am currently on Google, and <clears throat> sorry, I looked up why mental health is important. And a lot of people really don't understand why mental health is important because <laughs> I don't get it, but yeah, they don't. Mental health includes our emotional, psycholo- psychological, and social well-being. It also affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make healthy choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. And I got that from the cdc.gov um, slash mental health. Um, to talk about that, I really like this definition of why mental health is important because it really breaks down everything. It talks about the emotional, the psychological, and the social well-being. Like, your mental health, all of that is important because it can affect how you think. It can affect how you feel and how you act. I know that whole month of November... When I was depressed, I did not feel like myself. I wasn't acting like myself and I wasn't thinking like myself. Like I'm if if you know me personally, yes, I'm a little shy, but once you get to know me, I am the most talkative, annoying person ever. I'm just I don't know. But it's just I wasn't I didn't feel like going nowhere. I didn't feel like leaving my room, I felt like laying down all day, watching TV, just not interacting with others, and to me, I'm just feeling like, oh, I'm just lazy, I just don't feel like doing this, I wasn't realizing that I was depressed, so I just feel like a lot of people really need to tap into what mental health is from the jump, and then let them realize like okay yes I'm depressed what are my steps to get from being depressed so I found on very well being very well mind.com eight tips for living with depression now I'm a stickler on saying I have depression no because depression is nothing but the devil when the devil see you doing good he's going to try to attack you so I don't like putting those words behind my name I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't believe in it. It's just that I know who I am and I know the greater good of me. So I don't let those words determine who I am. And I, and you guys should do the same thing. Just because you're depressed doesn't mean, doesn't, that does not mean that you suffer from depression. No, no, it doesn't. You shouldn't let those words stop you from being great and I wasn't letting this depressing state stop me from being great because that goes into you being able to tap into yourself you have to know yourself and if you don't know yourself then you need to find who yourself is and once you do that I swear I swear I swear I swear you're going to see a change once you realize who you are and it's okay not to know who you are but once you do once you find yourself you're going to be set so one of the eight tips was to build a social net, social network or a support support network. Um, your support network can be anybody you feel comfortable with talking to or people that you know love you and the love is reciprocated. Like 
I know I had to build my support network and my social network because I didn't have a lot of people say that they were there for me, but it was like their energy wasn't reciprocated. It wasn't it wasn't there. Like I was there for people more than people were there for me. So once you find like your true people, your true support, then yes, you will be good. One of the most important things you can do to help yourself with depression other than medica- medication and therapy is to find a strong social support group. Um, I mean, for other people that may be um, cutting off, you know, toxic relationships. I didn't talk about toxic relationships on one of my um, episodes, but that can be for like making stronger ties, stronger bonds with people that you wouldn't even expect to um you wouldn't even expect being in your social network. You never know. Like I didn't have people that I've been knowing for years and you know, I know them but I wasn't, you know, interacting with them, but they didn't became like my bestest friends, my um my support group. I I rock with them. So you never really know who your supportive loved ones are. Um, another tip was to reduce your stress. Um, and according to this website, when you reduce, when you're under stress, your body produces more of a hormone, hormone called cortisol. Um, in the short term, this is a good thing because it helps you gear up to cope with whatever is causing stress in your life. So when I click on the word cortisol, um, a definition pops up and it basically says it's another term for hydrocortisone. So cortisol is a steroid hormone. Um, which used as medication, when used as medication, it is known as hydrocortisone. It is produced in many animals, mainly by the zona. Okay, y'all, this is too much. (laughs) All these psychological big old words, I can't do it. It is produced in other tissues in lower quantities. It is released from the cycle and it's released in its girl. What? Y'all. Okay, this is how you spell it. C-O-R-T-I-S-O-L. Y'all can do the research for yourselves because I don't understand nothing they are saying. I said nothing they are saying. Come on now. Come on, English. Y'all, I have been asleep. To get off the sidetrack for a quick little second, I can't even talk because I literally just woke up and I felt like I just needed to let you guys know what was going on with me. So that's why I made this episode. But honestly, I am tired. I am beat. But reducing your stress. <laughs> it I think reducing your stress when you're in a depressing state is important. Like when you have too many things on your plate, I know it stresses me out. I can't have too many things on my plate. So if that means cutting out a couple of things, then cut it out. Cut it out. If people are stressing you out, cut them out. Go on a social media detox or something. Do something that you got to do. But reducing your stress is very important when it comes to depression because um, the more you use, like, those techniques, the better you are of reducing the risk of you being depressed. So that's really important. Um, Another tip was to improve your sleep hygiene. Sleep and mood are ultimately related. A 
2014 study found that 80% of people with major depressive disorder experience sleep disturbance. Um, now, I can relate to that because when I was depressed, I was not sleeping. I would, especially at school, um, I would be up to like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and have to get up at 9. Like, But it wasn't that I was fighting my sleep. I just could not go to sleep. So... Um, good sleep hygiene could be key to improving the quality and quantity of your sleep. So that means turning off electronics, turning off the TV. Electro- electronics and TV are basically the same thing. But if that means one thing I do to help me go to sleep, I have a, a well, it's like a humidifier, but it's a diffuser inside of it. Um, but I use a diffuser a lot and I put peppermint in it and it helps me go to sleep. Um. I don't know if you guys are up on essential oils, but I am a stickler for essential oils. I love essential oils, and I put my diffuser on even when I'm up doing homework, and it's certain fragrances, certain oils that I use. And if you are hip to it, eucalyptus is one. Eucalyptus and peppermint are sleep aids, if you guys know. But I use the tangerine orange one when I'm doing homework because it keeps me irked. Up, it's like the citrus smell alerts my brain. I don't know, but I swear by uh, I swear, swear, swear by essential oils, it really helps me. Um, another tip, tip number four, was to improve your eating habits. Um, research continues to find clear leaks between diet and mental health. In fact, there have been so many studies that have shown improving nutrition can prevent and treat mental illness that. Um, that, well, it's like a mainstream, basically. That's what it's saying. Um, there are many brain essential nutrients. (laughs) Y'all, I cannot talk today and it's pissing me off. There are many brain essential nutrients that can be affected by depression. So, improving your diet can be key to reducing your symptoms. Another tip was learn how to stop negative thoughts. Hey, if y'all wasn't listening, y'all need to listen now. And I'm going to repeat tip five. Learn how to stop negative thoughts. Man, this one, this one is it. Because, like, I don't know. When I was depressed, I just kept thinking the worst scenario ever. Like, um, during my depression, Alana was going through the Miss Sophomore pageant. And it was like everything was going on that day. The It was windy. It was cold. Um, the power went out in the whole university, first of all. Uh, I was doing her hair, laying down a whole frontal. I made this girl a wig. We didn't have no, um, we couldn't find our needle and thread so I can even sew the thread. It was a hole in her wig cap. Like It was just a whole bunch of stuff going on. I could just think. I was just thinking the worst, like, this pageant is not finna go great, da-da-da-da-da, and it was nothing but God, like, the school was like, if the power don't come on by 4.30, then the pageant gonna be postponed till January, like, just stuff like that, and for, it was like, literally 4.25, we in the, we in the, um, and robe, y'all don't know what robe is, but if you're from Central, you know what robe is. It's our like our little theater. We were in robe twelve twenty four twenty five. 
the power came back on. All the lights just came back on. So it's like when you're in a depressive state, that goes for anything. Always try to think positive. Try to find the good and bad situations. And when I was depressed, I was not doing that. I was just, a bad situation happened. Okay, well, shit finna go left. This shit finna fall, fumble, crash down, all of that. So I'm just like, I was just in a whole little mess. <laughs> but the depression doesn't make you feel bad. It can also cause you to think more negatively. Changing those negative thoughts, however, can improve your mood. Um, well, I learned this. Oh, my God. Look how this relates. I took a psych- psych- psychology class. I can't even say what I want to say. I took a psychology class at school, and a lot of this stuff that I'm reading, I learned about it. So it's this um, therapy, behavior therapy called CBT, is Chronative Behavior Therapy. It is a type of therapy that works to alter common patterns of negative thinking called chronological (laughs) distortions in order to eliminate depression. Um, There are also many self-help books, apps, online courses that can help you learn how to change your unhealthy thinking patterns. Um, So if you guys want to look at what I'm looking at, it is called verywellmind.com. That's currently what I'm on. I'll put it in the description box so everybody can look at it and read it. But we have three more steps, so I'm trying to move a little fast. Beat procrastination. That's step. That's tip six. Uh, I have depression even when I'm not. De- I mean, I I have procrastination even when I was depressed. So when I was depressed and I was procrastinating, I, that's why I really didn't know that I was depressed because, sadly, I do procrastinate a lot. So, but the symptoms of depression, such as fatigue and difficulty concentrating, concentrating, makes procrastination tempting. So putting things off fuels depression. It can lead to increased guilt, worry, and stress. So, yeah, I was procrastinating on this paper. I was worrying, like, I'm not going to get this done. That caused more stress on me. And, yes, boom, there, I'm depressed. So it's important to set deadlines for yourself. I always keep a planner, and I put what I have to do in my planner Sometimes I'll be forgetting to write it down, and I put it as reminders in my phone. I'm always on my phone, so putting a reminder on your phone can also help you, especially if you are attached to your phone like I am. That's why it's important to not procrastinate because, Lord Jesus. Um, Establish short-term goals and work hard to get the most important things done first. Each task successfully complete will help you break down the habit of procrastination. Um, Tip seven, get a handle of your household chores. Okay. Whew. Let me read that again. Get a handle of your household chores. When I say my room and my dorm was a mess the whole month of November, like, this, I'm going to sound so dirty, but I didn't even wash clothes. Like I just let all my cl- my clothes pile up. And I have so many clothes to the point where I didn't even have to wash clothes. It, like, I wasn't wearing no dirty clothes, but I was just letting my clothes pile up, pile up, pile up, pile up. And I was pissed. I'm like, I can't even think in this room. Like, I low-key think I'm 
borderline OCD because when stuff is a mess, I be getting pissed off so bad. But um, when and while it, I was in that depressing state, I was just okay with it. That's why I was like, something ain't right. I don't feel like myself because I know myself. I wouldn't just let my clothes pile up like this. So depression can make it difficult to complete household chores such as like doing the dishes or paying bills or stuff like that. So, and that goes with not even just household chores, your homework. That go that also takes a point in procrastination, but getting a handle on your homework. You don't just let all your homework pile up. And that's what I was doing. I was stressing myself out. I had like, first of all, if y'all, I keep saying if y'all go to Central, but I might just stop saying that. But my, 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 I can't even talk. My, my math lab. That's so hard to say. Cause it's called my math lab. Ain't it? It's like piercing my math lab. Yeah. So saying my, my, math lab sounds so weird to me but I had 11 assignments due and each assignment was 50 I mean each assignment was 10 questions so 11 assignment times 10 y'all can do the math girl pissed that I even let all those 11 assignments pile up now I'm struggling and if anybody out there and is good with financial accounting please text my number Hit me up because this work is not getting done. I swear to God, it's not. <laughs> but, y'all, don't be like me. I'm sorry. Please don't be like me. Um, but the last tip was to create a wellness toolbox. I think this is important. I think I'm going to read everything that's listed in here because I don't even know what a wellness toolbox is. So we all about to learn together. A wellness toolbox is a set of tools that you can use to help soothe yourself when you are feeling down. The tools you find most helpful might not work for someone else, so it's important to carefully consider what things can help you feel best. Oh, oh, I like this. Okay, think of things you like to do when you're happy. Then when you're feeling down, try one of those activities. Dancing, y'all. What really helped me with my depression state was dancing. I love to dance. I've been dancing since I was two. So that's like 17 years. I'm 19. Yeah, that's seven. I've been dancing for 17 years. So um, what it's saying is to cuddle a pet, listen to your favorite music, taking a warm, ooh, taking a warm bath. I was, I'm, listen. Living in the ones or the twos, like, the only place I have a bathtub is, I think, the honors buildings. And I love baths, especially when I'm stressed out. I put my candles on. I put some Epsom salt in there, some lavender Epsom salt, and I'd be good. I'd be set. But taking a warm bath or reading a good book are just a few tools that might be helpful. Create a list of activities you might try when you're feeling down. Then choose an activity to try when you are having a particularly rough time. Y'all, I'm really putting this in the description box because everything, I didn't say, I didn't read everything, but this was some good things. And I think this will be handy for some people. But yes, y'all, I hope everyone took everything that I said into consideration this is going to be a short little episode because I 
just want to hit a few points on my depressing state and also talk about mental health and give you guys tips on when you're depressed what to do so without further ado i love you guys um i will be uploading more content soon i just have to get a few things under control but i am back and i am better than what i was before and yeah if you have not subscribed to my um i can't even say channel i don't even think it's a channel if you have not subscribed to my podcast um then what are you doing um make sure you go <laughs> subscribe to my podcast and uh, leave leave me some tips. Leave me something that you want to talk about. And even on my Instagram, um, dear dear homegirl does have an Instagram. It's called dearhomegirl.pod. But let me know. DM me something that you want to talk about. If you want to talk, if you want me to talk about a specific topic, and you want me to leave it anonymous, you I can also do that, and I can get give you some insight if you want me to. But yes, without further ado, I am tapping out of this episode and um, you guys have a a good rest of your day. Love you. Bye.